Welcome to the Southwest Bible Study Program entitled D6. This title refers to Deuteronomy chapter 6, which the Jews call the Shema. Um, I'm going to read from a passage in Deuteronomy chapter 6, starting in verse 4. Hear, O hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. These commandments that I give you today are to be upon your hearts. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road and when you lie down and when you get up. I'm Mike Anderson, and today we will be looking at a passage from Matthew chapter 1, starting in verse 18 through chapter 2, verse 12. And this title, this study is entitled, Just As Promised. Just as promised, the Messiah comes to the world through a young couple selected by God. This has been long predicted by God in the Old Testament. They were looking for the expected, awaited Messiah, the Christ, the anointed one, Savior of the world. God's Son comes to earth secretly conceived by the Holy Spirit in a virgin, Mary, who was pledged to marry Joseph, a carpenter. And then God's Son is delivered, just like we all are, with blood and pain and suffering and pressure and all the other things that go along with childbirth. She births a child who from birth is marked for death by a tyrant leader. But of course, Jesus' ultimate enemies are the religious leaders and other people who reject him as son, as the God's son. Just as promised, the Messiah comes to the world through a young couple selected by God. Because of these events as recorded in the Bible, the triune God can say, I promised this to you, and I delivered. I can empathize with you, not just sympathize. I lived by the same physical laws and spiritual laws that I gave you. I love you so much that I gave up everything for you. It was the only way for you to be saved. The approach that we used several years ago when we looked at the story was that we would look at God's word, the lower story, the physical story, the story that has our viewpoint, and then we would also look at God's story from his perspective, the upper story, the spiritual story. God's word shows us God's spiritual truths through physical happenings so that we can identify with them and we can draw the parallels. The takeaway for today, at least one of them, is that these events that we are studying about are more than historical events to be read about in our Bibles. They are part of our own history, part of the fabric of our own lives, and as such must be influencing factors in how we lead our lives. 
let's go ahead and start reading from Matthew, starting in, starting in chapter 1, starting in verse 18. This is right after um, Jesus' ancestry is laid out um, by Matthew. I'm reading from the New International Version. This is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be with child through the Holy Spirit. You want any further details on this, just go, go to Luke, which really lays this out more completely. Verse 19, because Joseph, her husband, was a righteous man and did not want to expose her to public disgrace. He had in mind to divorce her quietly. Joseph didn't know what was going on here. But just after, but after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him, and took Mary home as his wife. But he had no union with her until he, she gave birth to a son, and he gave him the name Jesus. It's, it's amazing how God's word, uh, so efficient here in communicating the story, um, leaves your, our own imaginations. Um, some, some of the difficult events, you know, how did Mary explain this to her family? How did Joseph... Uh, 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 explain this to his um, his friends. You know, Mary could have been stoned according to the law. Um, and uh, as it happens, they were uh, called away to um, register in Bethlehem. Uh, maybe that part of that, obviously part of it was to, um, to uh, fulfill the prophecy that Jesus would be born in Bethlehem. But part of it, Jesus may have known they needed to get out of Dodge because things were going to be tough for them. Verse 2, starting in chapter 2, verse 1. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea during the time of King Herod, that's Herod the Great. By the way, I'll stop here for a second. Herod the Great, if he was in Russia, would have been Herod the Terrible. Um, he killed at least one wife and at least two sons. He was ruthless. He was not afraid to do whatever he had to do to save his own skin and his own power. So during this time, King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, where is the one who was born king of the Jews? We saw a star in the east and have come to worship him. We really don't know a lot about these magi. They're, some versions, they're called the wise men. All we know is what it says, that they were called to follow the star. Matthew 2, verse 3. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed, and all Jerusalem with him. 
And when he called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Christ was to be born. In Bethlehem and Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem, and the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for out of you will come a ruler who will be the shepherd of my people Israel. This is from Micah chapter 5, verse 2. Verse 7. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and make a careful search for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me so that I too may worship him. And after they had heard the king, they went on their way, and the star they had seen in the east went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. And then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold and of incense and of myrrh. And having been warned of a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. So let's take a look at the, the events here from a human standpoint, the lower story, the physical story. One very frightened, engaged couple with a huge challenge. Their friends and family must have struggled with their stories. And here a ruthless despot wants to kill the baby. You know, we really need to put ourselves into the predicament and calling in order to fully understand their faith and trust in God. I mean, really, it, both of them, uh, it's, it's just amazing. And we see a, a, in detail Mary's reaction in Luke. She just automatically comes right to grips with it. I am your servant. I'll do what I'm told to do. But Joseph, whereas we don't really get his personal feelings so much as we see he is instantly obeys and takes Mary and goes ahead and does the right thing as God wants him to do. And, and, and there are many other countless unwritten side stories going on. Just, just think about this. The family, you know, this would have been part of the fanfare that would have gone on before, you know, 30-some years before Jesus' own ministry. The families of Mary and Joseph and, and their friends would have talked about this. You know, they went away, and how did they afford to be able to go on all those years? And what, what happened? And, 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 and they said it was by the Holy Spirit, and we didn't believe them. And now all of a sudden, their son Jesus is he's teaching with, with powerful words and with miracles. And maybe that story was true. Um, the shepherds that are talked about in, in Luke, you know, um, uh, the shepherds were the lowest of the low, and it's from a class standpoint, and they didn't have a lot to talk about. So they would have talked about this event for years. It would have been passed on from generation to generation. The Magi, too, you know, they uh, said that all of Jerusalem was, you know, uh, heard about this and was under, was struggling with it. Um, and so all the, there's all these stories of people, the townspeople of Nazareth and Bethlehem and Jerusalem and 
and all the, all the other things going on around them, there would have been countless stories of this child. And suddenly, when Jesus comes 30 years later, they're suddenly able to put some pieces together. Also need to look, we need to put ourselves in the predicament and, and, and to see, I said this before, that see their, their faith and trust in God. Then there's the story from God's perspective, the upper story, the spiritual story, a total Bible perspective. If you, know, if you were to pick one thing that's in the Bible, the one overwhelming thing is God's love for us and his willingness to provide the sacrifice for us so that we can have forgiveness of our sins. God's ultimate love poured out to us. A loving gift to save us from our sins. As I said before, we need a takeaway. There's lots of things to take away. The faith, the belief, the struggle, the pain, suffering that went on. But these events that we're studying about are more than just simply books to be uh, historical facts to be read from, from the Bible, our book. They are part of our own history, part of the fabric of our own lives, our own beliefs, and as such must be the influencing factors in how we lead our lives. Thank you for listening to this program and opening uh, your heart to God's word. Um, next week, we'll be uh, in Matthew chapter 3, starting at verse 13 through uh, Matthew chapter 4, verse 11. And we'll see Jesus' baptism and God's pronouncement that Jesus is his son, whom he is well pleased. And then we'll see Jesus successfully face temptations from the devil. Thank you, and God bless you this week.